This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Welcome to the Mom Room Podcast. My name is Renee Rena, and I am definitely the mom friend you have always wanted. Hi, welcome to Thursday's solo episode. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, this is why I have hip problems and I feel like I'm 90 years old because I go from sitting at a chair that is not appropriate for my desk. It's a dining room chair and I sit on it cross-legged all the time. I think I'm 12 when I'm doing work um, and then I come and sit on this chair like this and if you're just listening it's like I sit like this on the couch too my mom does it too like is this genetic because I sit on like the side of one hip and bend my knees and kind of like sit on my feet always and always on this side so anyways that's that um I forgot to twirl my cord around the mic stand so now it's in the way Hi, um, have you all been following along on Pan- Pancake Gate? Because it is, um, it's special and the men on TikTok are not okay. Um, here's what happened. And like, I have to clear up some of the things about Pancake Gate just so that it makes sense. But anywho, they don't know my situation, so it's not like they really need to know the details anyways, but maybe other people who know my situation are like, why is she talking about that? So here's what it is. During quarantine, Milo wasn't, okay, before quarantine started, Milo was in daycare. I was finishing up my PhD. My husband was working as he always does, like as a physician. So when quarantine started, I had just finished my PhD literally days before I went to Ottawa, defended my dissertation, and like three days later, lockdown happened. So when I was in quarantine taking care of Milo, and now keep in mind, Milo was a lot younger during quarantine than he is now. Now he is much more able to like play independently, not always, but it's a lot easier now than it was then. In quarantine, he was at that age where it's like you're you have to be on top of them constantly because they're gonna put something in their mouth they're gonna like throw themselves down the stairs like hit their head on the side of the coffee table like it was that situation and have to be entertained all the time and doesn't necessarily like his attention is not held just like watching tv for very long like they're like busybodies. So nowadays, I, I don't have the pancake problem, but when, when I speak about this issue, I am speaking about my experience in quarantine because what happened was I spent months in lockdown. I know people get mad when I call it quarantine. I don't know why. I was in lockdown with Milo. My husband was working. So I, all these different things about like being the default parent and kind of situations that would occur when one parent is a stay-at-home parent and the other works outside of the house, all these things just like blew up in my face. I had not really experienced them before because when I was on maternity leave, I had like 
I had mentally prepared to literally only focus on Milo and just be on maternity leave. And also when my husband would come home from work, we would do everything together. Like it wasn't an issue. And I guess Milo's age also played into that as well. Like the first year was a little bit easier than once they start like getting mobile and tantrums and all that stuff. So during quarantine, I was like, holy shit. So many people live this life every day and experience these little nuanced situations that make them irritated and like, like they're partners making pancakes on Saturday morning. So what would happen in quarantine was I was obviously home with Milo all week, nonstop. We couldn't break it up by like having a play date or having visitors or going anywhere. Like, no, it was like you're home watching Milo, making sure he doesn't hurt himself, making him snacks, like keeping him entertained nonstop. So When Saturday morning would roll around, I would be like, I think unconsciously my expectation was, oh good, like finally, like I get a break from doing what I've been doing all week because my husband's home. But when you get up, pour yourself a coffee, and then your husband starts making this big breakfast in the kitchen, or, you know, whether it be they go out to cut the grass or run errands or do laundry and I'm naming things that are like looking good on paper I'm not I'm not saying like you know going in the basement to play video games but I'm sure some people do that so his thing on Saturday mornings was he would always make pancakes and then he would like you know just like go downstairs quickly to like put laundry in and all good stuff on paper But here I was now in the living room watching Milo like I had been doing all week. And so that's kind of where this whole pancake situation came from. Nowadays, Milo is four years old. He's in kindergarten. I'm doing my thing all day, like working from home. It's totally different. He's much more independent. That's not so much of an issue anymore. Um, But back then, it really was. So that's where that comes from. Now, I posted on TikTok a little clip of me explaining that and simply saying like we had to have a conversation about how I didn't want my husband to make pancakes on Saturday morning because I wasn't getting a break from watching Milo like I had been doing all week. And I it also doesn't give me the opportunity to do things around the house that I want to get done. Maybe I want to organize a closet or you know, wash the floors in one of the bathrooms, like whatever it might be. Um, So that's why I put out this reel the other day that was like things that are irritating when you're the stay-at-home parent is like when on the weekends your partner that works outside the house starts doing all the things that they want to get done. That's a priority for them. Now you're not getting a break from your job, which is watching the kids, entertaining them, making them snacks, whatever it is. You're also not able to get things done around the house that you want to get done that you think is a priority. And number three, you feel like you have to ask your partner, the other parent, if you can go do something that you want to get done. Like, oh, are you almost done um, 
washing the car because I'd like to go organize my closet if you could like watch Milo. Like that's bullshit. But that's what happens. And that's the dynamic that families fall into. So anyways, that's why I like talking about this because I experienced this in quarantine. I figured out why I was grumpy on weekends and why I was irritated in certain situations. I simply had a conversation with my husband. He's receptive to it. And it was a non-issue after that because we would plan out what we were going to do on the weekends. Like, you know, oh, you want to get this done. I want to get this done. So let's do this. And then we can go to the park as a family, like blah, blah, blah. But I know that lots of stay-at-home parents, probably many of them moms, are in that situation all the time, regardless of quarantine or not. And maybe they don't have receptive partners because their partners are the men on TikTok that were making the comments on that video. Um, Like it right away I posted it and it's just like the number of views just like kept like jumping and jumping and jumping I was like oh my god like is this is this like why is this such a like viral video and it's literally because all these men who are extremely insecure and dislike a woman dislike the fact that a woman me asked her husband to not make pancakes on Saturday morning because she wanted him to come sit and have a coffee with her. That broke the internet. The fact that a woman asked her husband to not make pancakes. Like, let that sink in. So I screenshot some of the comments that, um, you know, these people wrote in. People, these men wrote in. And so let's just read some of them. Uh, One guy says, here's the guy trying to be helpful around the house and get stuff done. He needs to get done and she's mad at him for it. No, um, making pancakes does not have to get done. Cutting the grass does not have to get done at that specific moment. Doing the laundry does not have to get done at that specific moment. You're missing the point and you're just upset that a woman asked her husband not to make pancakes. Um, Also, was never mad at him for it, was just, hmm, I feel a little bit irritated and grumpy this morning. Let's reflect on why I feel this way and have a conversation, an adult conversation with my husband about why I'm feeling this way and how things could change to maybe make me feel better. If he had said in that conversation, you know what, making pancakes on Saturday morning is like It's like my like mental health break and it really brings joy into my life. We would have worked pancakes into the deal somewhere. You know what I mean? But him as like a man that's not in my shoes, has not done childcare all week. He thinks he's doing a good thing. Like, oh, I'm going to make everybody pancakes. Like pancakes are delicious. Um, he, unless you verbalize that it's actually not helping and in fact, you're actually a little bit irritated, he doesn't know. So until we had that conversation, he just thought he was like being a stand-up guy and yeah, he is, but you need to say like, maybe you could cut the grass, you know, this evening when Milo goes to bed or... 
I'm going to go cut the fucking grass, which is what I did in quarantine. So many of these men commented like, so you go cut the grass then. And it's like, I did, you fucker. I did. In quarantine, I told my husband, you are not cutting the grass anymore because you cutting the grass is like two hours on like a Saturday of you getting to be by yourself outside, like living the life in the sunshine where I'm inside, like, again, picking up toys, making animal sounds, like, trying to entertain Milo, like, making sure he's not hurting himself, what I have been doing all week. So let's switch. I will cut the grass. You entertain Milo. And people get upset when a mom says something like that because they're like, geez, you must really enjoy your kids. Like, no, taking care of kids is a job, and that is a hill that I will die on. It, there are very enjoyable moments, yes. There's also the people that are like, you know, it's hard work now, but you're going to look back on these days and you're going to be so happy that you were the one that had all these memories with them and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, okay. I Like, we have built enough memories. Like, there's a difference between that and just getting a fucking break from what you've been doing all week. So yeah, I did start cutting the grass And I enjoyed it. A little bit of sunshine, vitamin D, put on a podcast, and fucking physical activity through the yard. Okay? Another comment. Men, you will never be enough. Just pick the woman who lets you be the most. Like, rah, rah. Okay, bud. Um, You will never be enough. Like, that was a lot of the comments were like, oh my god, we can't do anything right. Like, I just didn't want him to make pancakes. Like what is, and I remember one guy's comment was like, I made like a follow-up video about the pancakes and I was like, oh, like this is men's reaction when a woman just asks her husband to not make pancakes. And in the comments, he was like, yeah, but you said other chores too. You said he couldn't do other chores. I was like, first of all, chores, like is he 12? Um, And yeah. Is that not a good thing to be like, you know what? I'll go cut the grass. You know what? Milo can have toast today. Like, why don't you come sit down, relax and have a coffee with me? Like, give me a break. Um, A lot of the comments were like, everything is about you, isn't it? And you know what? It is half about me. And the way the mornings were going, it was all about my husband. He was getting to go do everything that he wanted to do and he wasn't doing it in a way to like be hurtful or like he wasn't intentionally being like, I'm going to go do all the things that I want to do. Like, no, he thought he was actually being helpful and he's oblivious to the fact that I'm irritated that I'm not getting a break and not able to go do do things that I want to get done. So it's not all about me, but it's half about me. This episode is brought to you by Little Spoon. 
If you're like me, then the bane of your existence is thinking about what to feed your children, prepping food, going to the grocery store, all of the above. Who has the time? We are all so busy and it's important to incorporate things into our life that keep our life as simple and convenient as possible. Lil Spoon is one way to do just that. They deliver fresh, healthy meals and snacks straight to your door that your kid will love at every eating stage they are in. The baby blends are fresh, organic baby food from single ingredients to multi-textured purees to take the stress out of starting solids. They partner with Clean Label Project to test their blends for 400 plus contaminants, including heavy metals. So you know you're getting good stuff. The Biteables are finger food meals that are cut to size to promote easy self-feeding and they are healthy, balanced, and free of artificial junk. The Little Spoon Plates are toddler and big kid meals that are free of junk and they taste amazing. Even the pickiest eaters will love them. Think hidden veggie mac and cheese, chicken nuggets, and adventurous eats like potstickers, gnocchi, and more. They also offer really fun things like puffs, they have smoothies, lunchers, and snacks. You quite literally never have to think about food again. It's just easy peasy. And did I mention this all comes right to your door? It is so flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. The price is right. The quality is unmatched. You are going to love it and your kids are going to love it. It is just a huge win for your family. Simplify your kids' mealtime with 30% off your first order. Go to littlespoon.com slash momroom and enter our code momroom at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. My husband and I both turn the big four zero next year, and we have been thinking a lot about our long-term health. We want to get smarter about our health, make better choices, but also not feel overwhelmed trying to separate fact from fiction. There is so much information out there and it can be hard to figure out what applies to you, what is right, and what is wrong. Well, let me introduce you to the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast. With the help of world-leading scientists, they help you make smarter health choices every week. Don't just take my word for it. Naomi's Apple Review says, Zoe Science and Nutrition is super easy to consume even if you don't understand the science. With loads of actionable tips, a great mix of guests, and interesting cutting-edge science. You can't go wrong with a weekly podcast where world-leading scientists explain how their own research could improve your health. If you're ready to join millions of others like Naomi transforming their health, then search for Zoe Science and Nutrition wherever you listen to podcasts. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode of The Mom Room and providing me with samples. You know how a lot of people can't leave the house without a water bottle? It's like their emotional support water bottle. I am the exact same way with facial tissues. And that is because I have such bad allergies, specifically in my sinuses, to the point where I know I'm going to have to blow my nose multiple times in a day, and I cannot be out in public without my emotional support facial tissues. Luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Now I know if I have a big event, maybe I'm going to a concert, going out for dinner... I don't want to be blowing my nose every two seconds. It's very unbecoming. And so I will take Claritin D and enjoy my evening. 
Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter or ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. And if you're listening and you relate to these situations, keep that in mind as well. It is half about you. So have a conversation with your partner to make it half about you. Um, someone says, next thing you know, she'll be nagging him about the grass being too tall. <laughs> okay, Ben. Um, nope. Never in my life have I cared about the grass. Um the cars being washed, like, no. To me, those are tasks. Those are like leisurely tasks. You know what's hard? Taking care of kids, little kids. You know what's not hard and not like a fucking dire need that has to get done right away is cutting the grass and washing the car. And there's legit research out there that shows men choose to do tasks that takes them out of the house. Interesting. Interesting. And my, you know, I always notice there's men in the neighborhood that are constantly outside, whether it be like in their garage, out like fucking diddling in the yard. And my husband, and I always like mention that to my husband or one day my husband goes, geez, like why, why are they always like outside why are they always like in their garage I'm like you know why because their wife and their kids are inside that's why okay um so yeah interesting interesting someone says the grass needs to be cut in the morning before it's a hundred degrees though um first of all I live in Canada so it's a non-issue um you can, someone is always like, well, when are they supposed to cut the grass then? And it's like, they can do it during nap time. They can do it in the evening. The sun goes down in the evening. Kids are asleep. Go cut the fucking grass if you want to cut the grass. Or I will do it during the day, you know? Sit down, make a plan. What works for people? Um, la la la. Okay, so those are some of the comments. So anyways, that's that's Pancake Gate. And I'm planning on making a merch. Merch is coming so soon. I just want to make sure it's good. And I'm waiting on the stuff that I ordered just to like check quality. But anyways, I want to make a shirt or like a sweatshirt that says fuck your pancakes. So stay tuned for that. Um, Okay. I wanted to share a quote that I heard. So how did I even find this guy? Terry Real. I forget how I came across this guy. Anyways, he's like a couples therapist. Oh, yes. So you know how I always talk about the book, How Not to Hate Your Husband, How to Not Hate Your Husband After Kids by Jancy Dunn. So she, in that book, her and her husband go to therapy with this guy, Terry Real. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm holding a book. I mean, if you're listening, I'm holding a book right now. But this is his book that I purchased recently. I am on chapter four, 
But so the book is called Us, Getting Past You and Me to Build a More Loving Relationship. Um, He also has other books. There's one called The New Rules of Marriage. I want to check out all his books, to be honest. Um, So I did a deep dive into some YouTube videos of him, mostly like on podcasts or interviews. And I pulled this quote from one of the interviews that he was doing. It is like, I'm going to make a TikTok about it because it's just so good. And he says, this is like his explanation for why nowadays, like there is a lot of issues in people's romantic relationships, heterosexual relationships. So he says, women are asking for new levels of emotional connection and intimacy from men then we raise boys and men to deliver. What it means traditionally to be a man is to be invulnerable. The more invulnerable you are, the more manly you are. The more vulnerable you are, the more girly you are. And I was like, ping, like that is incredible. The first part, especially women crave and want emotional connection and intimacy from men, their romantic partners, more than they are capable of delivering because of how they were raised. They literally don't have the tools. They don't have the language. They're not used to that. Like, I love that quote so much. And I'm going to get him on the podcast and I want to talk all about that. Um, So yeah, I wanted to share that quote with everybody. And then talk about a few um, random things. So let's see how much time. Oh my God, it's already been 21 minutes. Like WTF. Um, Okay, number one. I have like moles on my face and like more just keep popping up. And I went to my husband the other day and I was like freaking out. I'm like, I swear to God, There's one that's going to pop up like right here. I can feel the little like bump of it. And my husband's like, okay. And I'm like, no, it's not okay. Like also all these ones that like I have one in between my eyebrows. There's like a little one on the side of my forehead. This one on the side of my cheek, I'm getting removed. Like I don't care. Um, But anyways, I want to go to a plastic surgeon or like a cosmetic dermatologist and be like, what are my options for getting these off my face? Because the ones that started off super tiny, they just keep getting bigger and new ones are popping up. So I'm like freaking out. And my husband's like, every time I talk to a physician, like a dermatologist or a plastic surgeon about it, they're like, well, like these are your options, but you know, they could come back or like they, it might leave like a scar that looks worse than the actual mole on your face and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, bullshit, like bullshit. If I was Kim Kardashian and I was getting a mole on the tip of my nose, it would be gone instantly and there would be no fucking trace of it. So where do I go? Like, where's that doctor to do that? Because I will pay him all the money to do that or her or her, I will pay them to get it off my face. Like this is what drives me crazy. And I'm like, is it because in Canada it's like free healthcare? Although that would be a cosmetic procedure and I would be paying out of pocket for it. But is it because like 
these cosmetic procedures are not as popular in Canada because we have free healthcare or something like that? Like, do we not have advanced technology to remove moles on someone's face? Claudia from the morning toast. This is so funny. She had one on her cheek, a mole on her cheek, and she had it removed and there's like no sign of it. So who the fuck did that? I'll fly to New York. It's a quick flight. Let me go to that doctor and I will have it done. And on her podcast, not too long ago, she was like, I was listening to her and she mentioned that. And she's like, if you have a mole on your face and you've been like thinking about getting it taken off, this is your sign from the universe to go get it taken off. And I was like, fuck yeah, like I'm going, I'm going to get it done. So that's one rant that I wanted to share with you guys. Number two, boxes in the garage. This I wanted to share last week, but I ran out of time. So my husband, like this irritated me, um... I throw boxes just like in the mudroom and we get a ton of packages just because of the nature of what I do and I do a lot of online shopping so after COVID I like do not enjoy going shopping in person anymore and I do most stuff online so we always have lots of boxes so I tend to just like put them in the mudroom and I'll let them collect there for a while and then usually if my husband notices it then he gets irritated and he's like like the boxes like like and it's like eventually I will get to it and I will break them down and put them in the recycling I'm just not doing it as fast as you would like me to but it's interesting and I was thinking about like the the broader picture of like living with somebody else and how It's very easy for us to pick out what somebody is not doing because that thing specifically irritates us, but it doesn't irritate the person that's doing it, right? So my husband will leave clutter on the the table in the front entrance, like his keys, his hat, his sandals, like shoes, like just in the front entrance. And I'm constantly trying to clear out the front entrance, like putting stuff in the front closet, like getting rid of stuff. He would never know that I'm constantly doing that because he doesn't care. Like the mess in the front entrance does not bother him, but it bothers me. So every time I go pick up his hat, go remove the shoes, that's in my mind. Like, oh my God, like, so it's the same with the boxes. Like, I don't care that there's boxes piling up in the mudroom. I know eventually one day I'll take like a half hour and just break them down and put them away in the recycling. But he notices it. It bothers him. So he's like, why do you like let them pile up? Like, like can't you just break them down and put them in the garage right away? And it's like, no, can't you just put your shoes in the closet? Like, you instantly... You don't you don't focus on what your partner does. You focus on what they don't do if it's something that irritates you. I just find that interesting. And like we all have different things that irritate us. So it makes for a fun living together situation. <laughs> anyway, so I just wanted to get that off my chest. Last thing I'm going to talk about right now is the story that my mamere told when we were so on Friday we went to a spa nearby and then we stayed in a hotel overnight and I shared a room with my mamere it was like hilarious but when we were at dinner on Friday night she told this story 
and she, because we were just talking about how different parenting is nowadays and like just things are different. And so when my cousin, who is now like 28 years old, 29, 30, I don't know, um, when, when he was really young, like grade one, two, whatever, my mamere, he told my mamere that there's a kid at school. So every day at school, they would have to line up outside before the bell rang to like go inside or whatever it was. He was telling my mamere that there's a kid at school that's like bigger than everybody else and would always push and like bully all the kids in line. And my mamere was like, geez. And like, he kept complaining about it, kept complaining about it. So one day she was like, you know what? I'm going to go and see this with my own eyes. So she hid behind what I now know is just called a dumpster. But when you're from Sudbury, the company that runs like all the dumpsters in like commercial spaces, is called NIM. I think it's an acronym like N-I-M. So growing up, we always called it the NIM bin. So I just thought that's what they're called everywhere. But my husband was like, the what? the NIM what? And I'm like, the, like the thing. And he's like, you mean like a dumpster? I was like, what? Anywho, my mamere was like, I'm going to go see this for myself. So she goes, drops off my cousin. When they were going to be lining up to do whatever they were doing, she hid behind the NIM bin, the dumpster, and was like watching the kids. And sure enough, this kid is bullying all the kids in line. And she was like fuming. And remember on Instagram, I posted that thing on my story and it was like, what would you do if you were the parent and that kid like pushed over the other kid? I was like, oh shit, this reminds me of this story. So she's watching the kid bully all the kids, like be totally mean little asshole. And so she's like, screw this. Like I'm going to go teach that kid a lesson, I guess. So she goes up to the kid and she's like, excuse me. She's like, how does it, how does it feel? And she pushes the kid. Okay. And the kid's like, what? Like totally taken aback, obviously. Stands up again and she shoves him again. And she's like, like, you don't bully the kids here or like whatever, whatever. The kid starts crying. So she like goes into the school, goes to talk to the teacher. And she's like, um, so-and-so is probably going to come in. They're crying and they're going to say that I pushed them. And I did. Like I did because... He's been bullying all the kids like every time they're in this lineup and I hid behind the Nimbin today and I saw it with my own eyes and so I pushed him like he needs to be taught a lesson like whatever it was and the teacher was like okay so they ended up calling the parents in for like a meeting and the parents were not even like upset at my mamere they were just like upset that their kid was bullying all the kids every day. And so it was like a non-issue and it was like, whatever, whatever. And fast forward years later, now my cousin's like 16 years old. My mamere goes to his hockey practice and that kid that she pushed was on his team. And so the kid goes to Jet like, oh my God, I remember her. And he said it was actually like such a good lesson and he was happy that that happened to him and like it was a non-issue and he just like thought the whole thing was funny but and now he's friends with my cousin but that made me laugh the kid's grandma shows up at school and shoves a kid (laughs) and makes him cry anywho um 
So yeah, that's the episode for today, guys. Um, If you haven't already, please go rate, review, subscribe, subscribe on YouTube. I'm trying to be like a YouTube star. Um, So make it happen. We are climbing the charts. We are downloads are just exploding every week. We get more and more downloads. So thank you so much. Hopefully you guys are sharing this podcast with all your friends. Um, If you have friends. Maybe you're like me and you don't have that many. But if you even have a couple, just send them the podcast. Um, So yeah, thanks so much for listening. And I hope your children sleep tonight and that your husband or partner does not make pancakes on Saturday morning. Bye. Are you looking for a podcast that'll make you laugh? You came to the wrong place. That's not us. That's not us. Well, it is. We are a husband and wife who chat about raw, real relationship yeah, topics. like sex. Like money. Like marriage and kids. But we're not afraid to talk about how your newborn baby probably isn't as cute as you think it is. If you're in need of entertainment while you're driving to work, because that sucks, we can join you in the suckage, kind of like being in your ear. Not physically. So if you want to laugh, come check us come out. Come check us out. Brought to you by the Laughing Couple Podcast. Ha <laughs> ha!